Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The stars of True Blood. What, baby? Blood. Lewis, cocaine periods. My anus is bleeding. I'm bloody hell. Around it was blood everywhere on the water. Now we got bad blood. You know if you put a period at the end of a sentence. Give the blood, blood, gallons of the stuff. Give them all that they can drink and it will never be enough. So give them blood, blood, blood. Grab a glass because there's going to be a flood. Hello and welcome to the Taku Podcast Period Special. Periods! <laughs> oh no, I didn't think what to say. Blood! Yeah. I don't know, like all, all those lovely things. Should so, we explain like why we're doing a period special? Because we're women and we have periods. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> pretty much. It. But yeah, we don't really get to have that much fun with periods. No, I mean, you, you know when you watch the adverts and they're like, have a happy period and you're like, fuck off. Yeah. No one does. Exactly. Just just make it bearable, and that's fine. Yeah, it's you know have a <sighs> all right period. And besides, the the towels and the tampons shouldn't be saying have a happy period. The actual painkillers are what make it happy. That's true. So the actual the the towels and the tampons they just make it you know not disgustingly messy. Like, yeah, they just make it easily clean upable. You know what makes me really happy? Not spraying blood everywhere <laughs> like a skunk makes me feel so <laughs> good about skunk. myself so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through a number of fun things yeah uh, but before we do all of that we're gonna put a tampon in a glass of water <laughs> well we thought we, were, we went out to go get some food and kate yeah. was like i know what we should do we should put a tampon in some water we should put a tampon so i've got a tampon yeah. here see once when i was at school there's the crinkle in, uh, in lower six someone put it in a glass of coke and it was gross. So this yeah. is one of the ones with the applicator, which we're going to go into later. This is later. a fancy plastic applicator. Um, and you can get plastic, Boop. you can get cardboard, you can get ones that don't come with an applicator at all. Plastic ones I find are probably best. This they is a normal. They look so small. I know. When you actually take them out, they're like tiny little squid. They feel huge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Don't tell your boyfriends that, people. Because <laughs> that's weird. Um, okay. So we're going to... Let's hold the glass of I water should say, up to the microphone. Okay, this is a normal... Yes. like flow so tampon. you get you get like super and super plus and heavy uh, yeah. medium and light okay, I so find this super is... to be a really weird way to describe yeah. blood 
Okay, so that it's gone it's in. It's gone in. Oh my god! <laughs> it's already like uh, maybe tripled in size. Oh, it's so fluffy. Oh my god! Okay, I've n- why have I never done this before? I don't know. It's, it's really cute. It's like a little mouse. It does. It looks like a little white mouse. It's really big though. It's my. We'll take a picture of it. Kind of intimidating. And tweet. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> huge. <laughs> This Again, is a medium as well. If our boyfriends are listening to this, they'll be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a small one. And I mean, okay, the glass is making it look a lot bigger. Yeah, but still. Um, but it's quite large. I mean, you can't see it. So this is probably super boring. <laughs> <laughs> so our first topic, we're going to talk about history. People have had periods as long as people have had vaginas. So how that's do they a long deal time. with it? That's a long time. You know, I mean, the the current thing we have is mostly cotton and plastic. And yeah. All these things that they didn't have. And like actual towels have some kind of weird crystals in them. They have a kind of, they have a meshing. Yeah. That means that it doesn't come back up. Which is always good. Yeah. Um, and they have a lot of chemicals in them to make sure it doesn't smell and all these kind of things. But they didn't have those in like Egyptian times. Nope. Apparently. They used papyrus apparently in Egyptian times. And if you've ever touched papyrus, you know that's Oh my god. Pretty, that's pretty spiky. Awful. That's Did spiky. Did they like roll it up? Apparently. I was, like well, just I was a just, big I mean, this is coil. just going off what I found. <laughs> they would literally just scrunch up some papyrus no, and stick it up no. the vagina. So basically, if you're like, um, oh, out of period materials... But I really hated this book, so I'll just right up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a really good uh, historian who does like practical history. You know, like the people who do like um, material history. Well, they'll like yeah. live that certain way. Oh, no. for not in a weird way. Well, she does it for the you know those TV shows like Victorian Farm, Edwardian okay, Farm. She's yeah. one of them. I love her. Her name's Ruth, and I cannot remember her second name. It's driving me mad. Vagina papyrus. Yes, Ruth but she's got papyrus. glorious ginger hair. <laughs> Is any it. of this relevant to periods? No, okay, wait, yes. <laughs> and she was doing, she was talking about Victorian era and she yeah. got out, she kind of showed, it looked like a teeny tiny little pillowcase. Like oh, same okay. kind of shape. And she was saying that people would just fill it full of whatever the fuck they could find, whether that be rags or moss. Are we still talking Egyptians or is or, this like Middle this, Ages? This is, this is Victorian. Victorian? Yeah, oh, this is, okay. we're skipping ahead a little while. So they've had centuries of time to figure out something and they've gone, I don't know, rags with moss, moss inside? <laughs> That's probably fine. Yeah, and they're like, we don't have anything better. Up it goes. And apparently, I was, again, I've been doing a tiny little bit of research. And in medieval <laughs> periods, apparently, there's like, there's loads of monastic, not loads, but there's quite a few monastic writings. Because basically, the only records we have in medieval times mm-hmm. are from monks, because they're pretty much the only people that could, were literate. Yeah. And so there's, there's quite a few ones of monks basically bitching about women who just let themselves bleed like they're kind of oh. going oh you shouldn't do that and women are just like fuck off i'm i'm, I'm you know I'm plowing busy. a field yeah it makes me wonder when they had all the witch trials basically a lot of the people they accused of being witches were old women with really bad hygiene mm-hmm. and okay some of them had probably gone past the menopause and weren't having periods mm. but the ones that still were probably running through the town like hair streaming shouting about cats putting needles in people's eyes and just streaming blood I mean down their thighs you're describing my future right now I mean <laughs> yeah well, what's it they were talking about because the whole idea of like witches especially in Europe comes mm-hmm. from the fact that they would there's most of the like witchcraft child, trials it would often be about women sucking the life out of people so whether that be like a baby they'd steal the life out of a child or they would literally blow a man so much they steal his seed and he dies 
Pretty much. And so it's the idea that because <laughs> these women, these women, the older women, because they're not on periods anymore, therefore mm-hmm. they're past their reproductive age, therefore they're past all points of living. What's the point? What's the point? In women. And so they're not kind of giving anything anymore, so they yeah, just, just take. Taking. They're just sponges. Those bitches yeah. taking and bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Or Ugh. not. Stupid, non bleeding <laughs> witch women in there. Dick blowing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. I was reading, again, about Victorians, and they was talking about how it took ages to realise, because, like, people made the connection between, okay, they didn't make the connection between periods and fertility mm. for a while. They didn't really okay. have that going on. Okay. But they did connect it to things like, oh, no, this is, you know, it's definitely in tune with the seasons and mm. the cycles of the moon. Yes. And things like that. But they believe that because, you know, you have, like, I mean, you still have a lot of the kind of humour idea of um, yeah of a uh, medicine, so kind of the you know the humours <laughs> and stuff. And so they believe that when a woman is the woman has to have a period because she it helps her to calm down. Yeah, she gets all hysterical if she She's doesn't get too, rid of all the blood. Which the ones, what's the what's the one with blood? I did humours. Sanguine. Sanguine. Yeah. yeah, she's just like I'm too sanguine. Yeah, but that's not that's not how it works, guys. I mean, I know you're all dead, you people who thought humours were a thing. <laughs> But, like, you don't just have, like, too much phlegm and you just go, oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> Bye now. It just doesn't <laughs> work like that. Like, you should figure that out. When people are bleeding every month but people aren't being <laughs> phlegmy all the time, then just be like, oh, wait, this doesn't really work, does it? Duh. <laughs> Duh. I was wondering, when should I... I did find... Yes. ...a couple of things. Because, basically, we all know that health education I mean we all must have had see I don't know about boys because we always got separate <laughs> I don't know about boys I don't know what are what? they who how are they? they how did they be existing how do they period I don't, I don't get it no do they have eggs how do they lay the eggs who knows where does it come does it come out of their bum they I just must, don't know they must poo but they, they poo eggs they poo eggs yeah. like, like a chicken yes <laughs> but I always thought because our biology classes always got separated for the yeah. health stuff and so, like, we would get taught about periods, and no boys would get taught about wet dreams. I don't know what's the. Is that like the? Equivalent? Yeah, that's pretty much like I don't every know, month. Fluids. The wet dream fairy will come to you, <laughs> and you have to stick all this cotton like right up there so it doesn't come out. The jizz pixie. Oh no, not the jizz pixie. Oh, that guy's weird. He's visited again. <laughs> yeah. But we got and like I'm like I actually met a guy not too long ago. He was my age and genuinely believed like. We were talking about periods for some reason, and he was, and like, I just got, I was like, wait, he doesn't know what a period is. And I was like, what do you think a period is? And he was like, I don't know, isn't it like when the egg cracks? Uh, yeah, like it was literally like you have a chicken egg, and then it cracks, and there's blood inside it? Like, that's not how, like, even that's chickens not how works. <laughs> Imagine, like, if a chicken egg, like... <laughs> Does he think that's how scrambled eggs are made? They get a chicken and squeeze it, and it just, like, falls out. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, my God. So, the other thing we're going to talk about with history, because we've talked about how they might have jammed things up there, (laughs) mostly moss, sometimes paper. Um, We're also going to talk about thought, because people used to think that periods were bad and unclean, Mm. and and that women were somehow uh, unworthy of being around... Uh, when they were bleeding. There's a kind of, in kind of a historical, I guess in a lot of anthropological, I can't speak today, <laughs> anthropological stuff, there's the idea that if 
there's a kind of a, a pollutant in your society, yeah. then it's something that you have to get rid of. And often periods were treated like this. So there's still cases um, of having uh, separate huts and separate places for women to go on their period. Yeah, We're talking about, again, this is a European idea, that women, they couldn't handle food because it would go off in their hands if they were menstruating. Oh. Yeah, not sure. The Bible Why? actually has a lot of things about Mostly in Leviticus, which is, I think, the the chapter of the Bible where they go, here are all the things you should never do. Here are the rules. Um, so it's it's Old Testament stuff, I think. Yeah. Leviticus, Old Testament, right? Yeah. I have no idea. Probably. Um, so it's all very like, thou shalt not, and <laughs> thou shalt never, and don't do this. It's not like the groovy New Testament. No, they're all like, <laughs> love and peace, man. Uh, so it's all like, um, whoever touches her shall be unclean until the evening. And everything on which she lies during her menstrual impurity shall be unclean. Everything she sits on shall be unclean. And so on. And then if you touch her, you have to bathe for a whole day. And then oh, if what? you if you uh, if a man lies with a woman during her menstrual period and uncovered her nakedness, he has made naked her fountain. And Jesus. she has uncovered the fountain of her blood. Both Jesus of them Christ. shall be cut off from among their people. So if you have period sex during the Bible times you're meant to be just cut off it's like oh don't talk to him he's got blood wow. on his sword ew <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of get the thing like everything she sits on should be unclean because sometimes when I'm like because you get like hyper self-conscious yeah. about it and you're like sitting on a white sofa when you're and you're like oh god oh god I'm oh gonna god. leave behind a red stain because you like you read women's magazines where there's always those cringe stories and it's always I was wearing white jeans and I sat on a white sofa and then I go up and it was disgusting <laughs> cringe yeah so I always thought that was gonna, that was happen. gonna happen yeah so is, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so don't touch a woman when she's when she's on a period seven days it yeah. says in there apparently like a, a medieval time. way of helping period pains is to burn a toad just burn the toads. You'll be the fine. Toad do I don't know. You probably why, rub it on you or something. Why did all of their medical stuff have to do with frogs and toads? They're like, I don't know. Cut off a toad's I think foot. There's, there's a lot of stuff where it's like you rub something on you, and therefore yeah. it takes it away, and then you burn that, and then you kind of you're burning the yeah the source of whatever it is because it's so gone into that. So why didn't they that? just use toads for their periods? I don't know. And then burn them, and then they're like, oh, I'm clean Imagine now. Just rubbing toad <laughs> juice on your womb. It's gross. <laughs> You're also getting blood all over a yeah. toad. And he's probably like, what is this? <laughs> it's like a I'm really, unclear. really horrible version of the Flintstones. <laughs> <You> oh, <know? laughs> what did they use? I kind of don't really want to look that up because it's the internet. Someone will have Oh, yeah, it. someone will have. Should like, I look it up? It'll be like a possum or something like that. Ah, no. Okay. There was a really... I was trying to find stuff about like ancient history and stuff like that. And then there's a lot of stuff, especially in like early medieval going into that there's not a lot written about periods because basically all of the writing is from men and they're just like i don't care about periods and if they do discuss periods it's only on like yo don't don't touch her when she's on a period because it goes yeah. and it's yeah because there's never for all you know for the majority of human history we've always had the got, male point of view <laughs> got some really weird results so flintstones appear to just be a tablet what um like a a vitamin and if you take them it makes your blood go weird so I, I don't actually have any answers as to whether Wilma <laughs> like shoved an actual possum up there but let's just say yes and if someone <laughs> could write us an essay or maybe draw us a picture not too not, not safe too graphic because that'll yeah. be a bit 
a bit much. But, you know, we really would be interested. If any Flintstones historians are around, we would find that very interesting. Yeah, we would um, love that. <laughs> uh, what should we move on to? Shall we oh, move on to... I have... Do I you have ha- more history? I have some history. Let's do some history. Okay, well, this is... Right, basically... <clears throat> this is what I was going to talk to you, but then I got I talk about I got distracted and I was talking about health <laughs> classes. Yeah. Old old health information videos, oh, educational videos. Always terrifying. Are yeah. Amazing. <laughs> they are like the best thing. Like if I could go back and change my dissertation, I would probably do it on old health. Yeah. Like like twenty early to mid twentieth century kind of health stuff is amazing when basically in the 40s and 50s teachers were like oh, I don't want to talk to them about it I'll just put a video yes, on and run out video. of the room I found a couple mm-hmm. that and I've skipped to my favourite bit of this one this was a real thing when I first saw it I was like this is a piss take okay. but this was a real video that was shown to, uh, to American kids in the 1950s and let me just play you my favourite part I hope people can hear Miss Jensen is it true that people can tell when you're menstruating no, it isn't. But you should be more careful than ever about personal cleanliness and dainties. Change your underwear more often and be sure and use a deodorant. And pay more attention to your hair and your nails and plan to wear your prettiest dress. In other words, be your most attractive self. And remember, menstruation is only a part of growing up. As you grow, your body changes from that of a young girl to that of a woman. Remember to wear your prettiest dress. I like that she starts <laughs> off being like, no one's gonna know it's know. okay you know just make sure you don't like smell like you are and people won't know but also like people are gonna know so just at least try to look hot i know it's basically i've this that was like the running theme in a lot of them because a lot of them are kind of going oh you know we're banishing the old taboos be like honey things. why are you wearing makeup and a really nice dress no reason <laughs> don't touch me though don't <laughs> Oh, there's another part of that. Let's see if I can find it, which is incredible. It's. Oh, I'm so glad no one ever told me to look my most attractive self. Because let's face it, we all look our worst when we're yeah. I'm like wearing like eight hoodies and yes. I haven't shaved in a year. Okay, and I'm so- like, ah, hello, I'm impure. <laughs> ah. I've burnt ten toads. <laughs> You'll go to hell. You'll get cast out from society if you sleep with me. <laughs> okay, so this is basically, she goes on to say what we should and shouldn't do on our periods. Miss Jensen, what about dancing? Can you when you're menstruating? Yes, you can, with moderation. In fact, you can do most of the things you usually do. You can bathe or shower as long as you use warm water. And you can wash your hair if you're sure to dry it quickly. And you can swim if you wait until after two or three days after the beginning of your period. And you can go to dances and picnics. But it's not a very good idea to skate or ride horseback or play fast games like volleyball and basketball or do strenuous dancing like square dancing or anything that bounces you around a lot. In general, mild exercises are best. Ones that strengthen the abdominal muscles are particularly good. And so on and so forth. What? I just love that. Hang Don't on. worry, you can't squirt. <laughs> so period. when they say, you know, on tampon packs where they're like, you can still, you can still swim, you can still horse ride, it's okay. Why were they so afraid of like things that bounce you up and down back then? Because the, it's, what did they think it was going to do? We're just going to go. Well, the thing I was surprised about, because earlier in the video, she goes on about the different things. Yeah. So obviously you have, um, you have the, the towels, like the pads, but they have like a belt. 
to hold yeah. them up and to keep them in place, like a big oh, belt I thing. I guess that would be uncomfortable. But, but then she got out, she was like, this is a tampon. Looks exactly the same. She was mm-hmm. like, some of them come with cardboard applicators. I was like, I mean, it's probably, it's not going to be exactly the same, but it yeah. looked like it, you know, I was like, this is bullshit telling girls not to square dance on their period. You're going to square dance all I want, bitch. I'm going to, I'm going to go horse riding and square dance at the same time. Square dancing. <laughs> I just love, it's so delightfully just kind of yeah. like, it reminds me, they remind me so much of Fallout. Obviously yeah. playing Fallout and you've got, you know, those kind of vault boy information videos. Yeah. They are just that. But, like, picnic. If you were going to come up with five activities that would still be okay, but the girls were probably worried about. Yeah. Swimming, yeah, fine. Okay, you don't want to, like, leave a slug trail behind you. Fair enough. (laughs) Picnic. Who's going to be like, oh, Jim, I'd love to come to the picnic, but you see there's blood coming out. And I just don't know if it gets on the sandwiches. I don't know how it works. I just, you know, but when I touch the sandwiches, they turn to rotten mush. It will become unclean. (laughs) Everything will be unclean. Now, the next one, people who have listened to our previous podcasts may remember me talking about. Yeah. Is what was very Geordie of you just said. Sorry. Is Walt Disney's. No offense taken. And pride, even. Walt Disney's The Story of Menstruation. Once upon a time, (laughs) there was a beautiful princess named Blood. Well, basically, because this was like Walt Disney did a shitload of like. um, Oh, it's not letting me. Click it. Click it. Okay, yeah. Basically, Walt Disney did a buck turn of uh, kind of information videos, mm-hmm. propaganda videos. Oh, God. And this is one of them and it's really loud. Yeah. And it's really fucking bizarre. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the bit. There's a lot of creepy women in that. The animation's terrifying. It's and like... we, we were pointing out earlier that because Walt Disney has done this, he's basically gone into his studio of really good animators who spend a lot of their time making painstaking hand-drawn mm-hmm. animations and been like, look, I know you guys are mostly working on my films, but I want you to do this special period video. And they're all is, just like, oh. This is from the late 1940s. So this okay. is pretty early. But this yeah. bit is basically, um, well, you'll hear. To most girls, the menstrual period should bring no severe discomfort. Some girls have a little less pep, a feeling of pressure in the lower part of the body, perhaps an occasional twinge or a touch of nerves. But don't let it get you down. After all, no matter how you feel, you have to live with people. You have to live with yourself, too. And once you stop feeling sorry for yourself and take those days in your stride, you'll find it's easier to keep smiling and even-tempered. You can do practically everything you normally do. And there she is dancing. Square <laughs> dancing as well, I bet. Well, no, there's a bit because she starts dancing with a boy and he's like, you can do anything you do. And then she starts like doing like a more rigorous dance go, oh, don't go crazy now. It's amazing. What? I don't understand why they just thought that women were useless. Like, you can still move. And it's, it's definitely the fact, possible. It's the fact that stop feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> You have to live with people! <laughs> people have to live with you! <laughs> oh, okay, shall we oh, move on there's to one, one more? One, one more. last bit. Gross. Uh, oh yeah, this is again on the same vein of um, looking after your nails and your hair and making sure you look real pretty. And incidentally, it's smart to keep looking smart. That well-groomed feeling will give you new poise and lift your morale. 
especially when it's backed up with year-round fresh air and sunshine and plenty of rest and sleep. Because the best possible insurance against trouble on those days is healthy living every day. Yeah, there we go. That's the story of menstruation by Walt Disney. And I would highly recommend going on YouTube and looking up some of these old education videos because they are incredible. They are. It's just the fact that it's like, um, it is actually like, and if you smile and look pretty, then you'll feel pretty inside. <laughs> and you can still dance with boys, but make sure you don't actually have sex with them. <laughs> you won't make any babies that way. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Incredible. Our next topic of conversation is, we call it paraphernalia, mm-hmm. which is a very fancy word for things you're going to shove up there. But also yeah. food. Yeah. Also gonna things cover that help. Items, basically. So, yeah. I mean, you have the items that make you feel a little less shitty. You've got painkillers. Painkillers are great. What kind of painkillers do you take? Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen is good because that's the one that makes the muscles feel better, yeah. right? Because you can take paracetamol and ibuprofen, but ibuprofen mm. works better because ibuprofen works more with your actual muscles yeah, rather than just killing the pain. Other things I've used in the past to make it feel better, I've used those heat patches you get for your back. Oh, have you? Put Did them it on work? your lower back. It's well, it distracted be... me. <laughs> <laughs> My back yeah. was on fire. I well, didn't feel the pain. when I was maybe in sort of the later stages of, of secondary school, I must have just been having like really bad cramps. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, well, my knees are And she was having back pain at the time. So she was like, here, try this. Put it on your lower back, back where you get the cramps. And it might help. And so I, I was going throughout the whole school day just being like, he's so warm. <laughs> um, and it is really nice and warm. It's like having a hot water bottle on you the Aww. whole time. So it's maybe worth trying. They're not that expensive. Mm. Um, I mean, they are one use only, which is a bit of a shame. You can probably get more expensive. You know, yeah, can multiple. Yeah. yeah, but they did fine for me, and maybe just for like one day mm. where it's particularly bad, just slap it on. Because that's the thing, like having a bath and stuff like that can yeah. help. Because it's like the soothing water. Yeah. One of the things that they mentioned in that that we didn't look over. It goes on about like. Oh, now don't listen to those myths of not washing while you're on your period. What myths like, are those? I was like, Ew, what? No. It was like, you can bathe. And it was like, but don't use too cold a water. I was like, what? Why? What? What are you going to do? They said that it can put your body into shock and no. freak out your natural flow. Not a thing. They always call it flow. Well, warm water makes the blood flow more mm. easily. Like, that's just a thing. Mm. Cold water doesn't stop your blood from flowing. No. It's, it's just, just, I just still gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, hot baths is yes. a thing that I find. Yeah, food. Oh my god, what I guess kind? Because mm. hormones pretty much like change every aspect of your being, <laughs> or just amplify it. Yeah, they just make everything like ten times more extreme. I always yeah. eat so much. Yeah, normally you'd be like, oh, I could go for a cookie, and then when you're on your period, you're like, what about the whole pack? Though? Was that I could have the pack, or I could have two packs oh my god yeah mm. i mean i'm entitled to it yeah disney didn't say i couldn't <laughs> hey disney goes on about clean living and healthy exercise keep a girl smiling well, he didn't say no cookies <laughs> so they didn't cover that so that means it's fine um yeah i mean warm food is good 
It's warm on the inside. It's yeah. going to help, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Chocolate is meant to be good. Oh, I just eat chocolate just because it makes me feel yeah. happy. That's pretty know. much it. I mean, doesn't it have endorphins or whatever? Maybe. Maybe not a clue. that's nice. I don't know. There's definitely a happy chemical that makes pain feel less. I think that's endorphins. It might be endorphins. I'm just not a doctor. Eat chocolate. We're giving you permission to eat chocolate. <laughs> you probably already do, but you should more. More of it. Yeah. Way more of it. You see that chocolate you're looking at right now? Eat it. Eat it. Eat the chocolate. Numb it all up. Unless you're a boy. If you're a boy, don't touch that. Don't eat the chocolate. It's not for you. No. (laughs) (laughs) What else were we going to cover? Materials. Yes. Um, So these are the things you tend to use. There are lots of things you can use. There are so many. I originally thought, because when you get... at least. (laughs) Yeah. But when you get taught, you're literally taught pads, tampons... Boom, done. They don't tell yeah. you about the sometimes different... Sometimes both, maybe. Yeah, sometimes they don't tell you about the enormous range of those yeah. things. Or the different... The ones that are for when you sleep and they go really high Yeah, up. they're like nappies. Yeah. And the one... <laughs> when I was in China and went to a supermarket mm-hmm. and I had to go buy some pads or something or tampons and they had there... They had these pads up for sale that were literally nappies. And they were oh. for your period. And it was for like when you go on like a 24-hour train journey and you can't change. So you just what? put massive like... I was like, I'm kind of tempted by that. Yeah, same. <laughs> because if you fall over, you won't feel any pain. That was my thinking. What? Well, if you fall on your bum, you'll just bounce back up because it's so padded. You just need like padded pants or something. Yeah, you don't I need do. a nappy. <laughs> Um, yeah, you've got, oh, there's lots of different towel types. You've got wings. You've got no wings. Mm. I, for a while when I was very young, um, thought panty liners were were the, the ones you were meant to use. And so I was using those and I was like, I have to change these like every 10 minutes. What am I, what are We should these? probably clarify for people listening who don't yeah. <laughs> buy these things. Panty liners are like very thin. Very thin. They're like, they're mainly, they're not even like you... Use them for either when you're really light period or when mm. you just have, like, I don't know, some, like... Because sometimes when you, like, get up to your period, you get, like, yeah. more discharge and yeah. things like that. I think they're designed for that. They're not designed for a full, full-on no. period. Also, I didn't know they had stickers on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't stick them down. What? So they were just, like, roaming loose in my oh. underwear. And I was like, this is really embarrassing oh, for Kate. me. Um, I know. I was, like, really young when I started. I was, like, 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, you were young. And so I just... I had no idea what I was doing. Oh. And, like, there's so many questions. And you think you have all your answer, your questions answered when you're like, what is it? What do I do? Why do I make yeah. it stop? And your mum's like, well, you do this. And you're like, okay, I'm sorted. And then you, like, fuck up by putting panty liners in and you don't peel off, like, the... Yeah. What's it called? Like, the sticky back plastic stuff. And then you stick them down so they don't move. Yeah. But if they do move... Mm, it's really hard oh, no. to keep them in place and like I'd be sitting in assembly and I'd be like oh that's not that's not in the right it's place it's in my bra <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that bad <laughs> but yeah like oh so normally like they, they're kind of sort of bean shaped yeah mm, that's not a very good description though. well they're it's meant like, to I can't be remember like, what beans look like they're meant to be kind of like Ooh, they fit to the curves yeah. of your body. They're basically like the shape of your pants. Yeah. Which is a bit longer. Yeah. Um, and you you peel off the, the sticker and because you stick them down. You put the wings around so they don't move. Yeah. Because I feel a lot of people forget, or at least I did as a, when I first like got my period and stuff, mm-hmm. was like, because you think it's just going to come out on a little spot. One spot it'll bleed and it, yeah, no it no. does not work like that because sometimes you're standing sometimes you're sitting sometimes and also, you're lying down as a lady as your anatomy you have one big just a long stripe of lady flesh yeah you just have a big <laughs> crack 
in the bottom of your body. A and... gash, a big old gash. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. And it just comes out the whole length. And all it just squirts out. Like, you know when you overfill a jam sandwich and then you oh hit the top? <laughs> no, I've never done that. Why have you done that? Oh, man, I feel sorry if I ever have any daughters and I demonstrate what a pig so is like. So basically, you know when you, like, put too much jam in it and then you punch it? You're so mad at yourself having put so much... You just punch it. You've got to make sure it's raspberry jam, girls. Maybe blackcurrant. Oh, my God. Definitely not strawberry. That's too vibrant. Don't go strawberry. No, no. You want the kind of clumpiness of raspberry. Yeah. Just make sure to get that right, mm-hmm. girls. And they're just like, Mom, no. <laughs> We're boys. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, I always uh, found it took me ages. I was about eighteen when I first used a tampon. Oh no, they're scary. Because I don't they're blame terrifying. You. And then some of your like girlfriends were like, "Oh, I've been doing it since I'm twelve. And you're like, okay. it's like, "I have no idea what I'm doing." I was watching a film about. Uh, it's called The Falling. It's yeah. Really good. Oh, I want. Is that um, the one with Maisie? Yes. yes. So it's it's set in a girls' school and it's about like the really close friendships between girls and how they can sometimes build into like hysteria and kind of cultish stuff. Mm. But there's a scene in it quite early on where um, there's you know the stereotypical slutty young girl and then her kind of not slutty friend, and so she's in the toilet and she's giving her instructions. The slutty ones being like, so then you uh, you pull out the applicator and then you push it back in and then you push it all the way up into your vagina, and then the other girl Maisie Williams comes out and she's like. But I'm a virgin. And then they just kind of drop the conversation. What? Because, you know, there's the whole thing, which apparently is untrue, that if you break the hymen... Oh, no, you can put Everyone's going to know. And that... Okay, so the hymen, apparently, is just not a thing. No one ever told me this. It's just not a thing. What? It just doesn't exist. Like, some girls have it and some girls don't. And Oh, well, you can lose it. I think yeah. um, it's a thing where... I think everyone has it at some point. It's just a yeah. very thin membrane, but you can lose it at any point. Horse riding. Falling over. Swimming. Riding a bike. Square dancing. <laughs> square dancing. Like you know this. No one has seen me in case square dance. It is fucking intense. We're breaking all the girls' hymens <laughs> with our square dancing. Bleeding all over the place. It's, it's terrible. It's pretty traumatic, yeah. But basically, like, if anyone... Not that we have any girls who, like who are young listening to this probably because it's pretty gross and you shouldn't be listening to it yeah this is way too rude it's yeah. marked as um and like uh, explicit yes explicit yeah, we it. used several naughty words <laughs> and i used the word gash and that's bad don't say gash <laughs> it's a horrible word um anyway but like if you haven't started your period yet you um don't don't worry about tampons man i mean they're like some people don't like them yeah that's fine like they can be uncomfortable they are uncomfortable sometimes, especially when you put them in wrong. And then you're just like too embarrassed. Well, to that's try what again. I did. That's exactly what I did. When I was about 16 or 17, yeah. I tried to use a tampon for the first time. <laughs> and you kind of just like, what? I was like, I don't know where my vagina goes. Exactly. If you think about it, because it's kind of like now, now to us, it's almost second nature. Yeah, you can like, do it like with your eyes closed. Well, yeah. you can do it with your eyes closed. Yeah. Because you can't see down there. So. <laughs> I get out my periscope and yeah. have a good look. Oh, God. But it's just like, because you don't know what's going on there. It's no. not like a boy where everything's just there and you yeah. can see it. You can put the tampon right in the pee hole. It's... Oh, no. It just goes right in. You can see where it's going. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but you... They know... No? Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how it works with boys. <laughs> They're scary and strange. They are. But, yeah, and so it's like, we take it for granted, but at that age, you have no idea what's going on. And nope. you can be shown as many, like, diagrams from your biology yeah. teacher, but like on yourself, it's such a daunting thing. I think also we're kind of like, as 
we're not kind of taught to actually look at ourselves. Yeah. Like, someone should actually sit down and go, do you actually know what it looks like? Like, get a mirror and have yeah. a look at your vagina. Do you know what I would compare putting a tampon in to? Mm. Putting a USB in around the back of a computer or putting an HDMI in around the back of the TV when you can't see. Yeah, and Imagine you've never done it before. looking at the front of the TV. It's a new TV. HDMI cable in your hand and you're like, right, well, I know the hole's somewhere around here. Mm. But there's lots of holes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one the HDMI one is. And I can't actually see because I'm around the front of the TV. So you're just kind of jamming it in and then it goes in a hole and you're like... I don't know if this is the hole. I'm How many holes do you have? It's not literally like there this. I didn't. Three holes. I didn't put it in all my <laughs> holes. I'm just saying, like you know, when you put it in and it's upside down, and you're like, oh, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel yeah. right. Mm. Well, that's what I did when I was 16 or 17 or whatever. I tried yeah. to use tampon for the first time because I was going to like gym, yeah. like and like, and I was like, I, you know, you don't want to wear a pad when you're on a running machine. It feels no. nasty. And so I was like, okay, I'll try and use tampon the first time only put it I didn't know how far you were meant to put it up <laughs> just jamming right in there well no I it, half of it was like <laughs> hanging out oh no I know and it was like and it was just like so I had like this thing and I was I didn't put it anywhere near it so it was like and I was like feeling it and I was like it was so painful of yeah. course it was painful because it was just this thing sticking yeah. in and I was trying to be on the running machine like never again <laughs> never again I can't imagine you running with like it half out it was just like, oh, yeah. ah, oh, ah. it was not a pleasant yeah. experience so it took me like a good couple of years to get over that yeah. and then try again and there are some days when you put one in and it's not a particularly heavy day and it just feels like sandpaper yeah it's like no oh, oh, no. <laughs> no 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 like when I was little well littler not little I thought like how old, you were like eleven when eleven you yeah See, and I, I didn't like tell anyone 15? for like a year really well maybe not a year it felt like a year maybe two months <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like you know when you're little and you have a secret and you're like I have a secret and it's killing me Aww. and it felt like that and then Aww. I told my best friend she was like yeah I started two months ago what's the big deal Shit. See, was, I was yeah. a, I was a very late bloomer so I felt very very late to the party yeah it sucks either way really yeah either you have it and then you feel weird or you don't and you feel weird exactly. like I don't think there are many people who kind of get it at exactly the right time no there's no Gosh. there's not really any such thing as a no. right time I think because I was very very skinny as a child so mm. I didn't start till quite late yeah and then as soon as I hit puberty that all went out the window <laughs> I can't imagine being a mum and like okay when I was 11 I was fucking adorable I had like a little blonde bob Aww. and I was cutie woody and like imagine you're an 11 year old child coming home and being like I've started my period and you're like no you haven't you're too young you're too adorable <laughs> you can't have done this like you imagine kids starting their periods and it's when they're already angsty bitches yeah and they're like oh great another thing to add to my angsty bitch pile but I was an, ang- an angsty bitch like two years later yeah. I don't know how I managed to keep the hormones down for that long, to be honest. God knows. That's weird. Well, it's always uh, like, we have, because we're talking about paraphernalia. Yeah. Now, everyone has, if you're a girl listening, you will mm-hmm. understand, period pants. So you'll have them. Yes. So, like, basically, you'll have a selection of underwear. Yeah. And you'll have, like, a few... Frilly and... Kind of... And nice. Comfy. And satin. Really? No. Oh, right. I was, looking, I was like, what? My best lace. Yes, yeah. I always get And they're all white. A G-string. Oh. A white G-string of rhinestones, which says, bleed, bitch. 
<laughs> Imagine if we could reclaim period pants and turn them. No, let's not. That's let's not do that. I want to be fucking comfy when I have a period. Yeah. No, you always have like the massive, great mm. granny pants that just hold everything in. Because you're feeling and bloated and uncomfortable. Yes. You want something that just doesn't touch the area. You want something that the band is either just below your boobs <laughs> or like maybe lower down. You don't want it anywhere on like the stomach yeah. area because you feel like shit. Yeah. And it's just mm. in anything that you're like, if I I could bleed in these and I wouldn't care. Yeah. The worst thing is when you're wearing a really nice pair of pants yeah. and a period just comes up at you, jumps on behind and goes, hello. And then you're like, yeah. Fuck. Well, these aren't nice now. Yeah, now these are period Because this is a thing. I feel like this is a thing people don't talk about, but then I found people on the internet talking about it, and I was like, thank God every woman has that, like, black pair of underpants with, like, an orange, like, streak in it where you're like, oh, I couldn't wash that out. Yeah. It basically, like, you... Like bleaches the color. Yeah. Somehow I don't know how. Yeah. But it's it does. Weird. And then like you're like, well, I can't. I shouldn't throw them on because now they're just. I don't know. They're period pants. Yeah. Now I've got period pants. It's, it's like pants go through a level. They go through nice new pants. Yeah. Then they turn into period pants. Yep. And then they then you have to get rid of them. So yeah. Too grubby. Well, I just bought all new pants, so I'm going through this cycle all over again. And That's, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I threw out <laughs> all my old pants. And I got all That's new such pants. such a bold move. It I is. could never do it that. Is. It was exciting. You were there. I was. I was there. And I was like, Holly, look at these pants. <laughs> and I'm wearing them right now and they're so comfortable. Oh. They're very comfortable. I, sometimes it feels like I'm not even wearing any. And I checked. I am. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I need to do my washing. So yeah. I'm wearing like uncomfy pants. I'm like, yeah. this is hell. Why mm. am I doing this to myself? Well, just get new pants. <laughs> I mean... It's probably not a good idea to do it all in one go because I spent a lot of money on pants. Yeah, pants but you're are never, really expensive. But you'll never have to buy pants for like so long, so long. Just don't bleed in every single yeah. pair. Try and not before to. we move on to our next um, thing, I just wanted to bring up uh, moon cups. Moon yes. cups. See, I've never used a moon cup. Neither have I. But the more I hear about it, because you start off, it's it's like a little rubber sort of. It looks like a plunger, but without like, the handle. Like a, if you know what a diaphragm is, like it looks. Yeah, if your like partner, sort of, if you use a diaphragm, but like a small because those like, are yeah, huge. Those yeah. are scary huge. Yeah, they're big. Um, it's more of it's more of a cup because mm. diaphragms wouldn't hold them. Like, yeah, blood, I guess. But it's like the size of an egg cup because they always tell you you only really bleed an egg cup. They say that. Yeah. I don't know if I believe them. Do you think it's more or less? I think it's more. Yeah, me too. But you see. I, well, you don't see women using moon cups because you'd have to be like right up in their areas. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of people talking about them. I saw a video diary of some women that were using one hmm. and they were sort of, <laughs> they were like holding it. I think this was on Embarrassing Bodies. They were like holding it up when it was full and being like, oh, I've bled this much. And it's just blood. Like, it's just blood. It's yeah. not that bad. I would expect it to be kind of clumpy horribleness because like a period is like, depending on which day it is, mm. it can be this kind of, like, massive clots and, yeah. and skin. Well, and also, a lot, of the, a lot of the problem can be, like... Because a lot of people just, like... Because we're kind of taught that, like, periods are gross, you've got to get rid of them really yeah. quickly, don't look at them. But actually, like, it's actually a really good sign of a lot of, like, health. Yeah. It should, like, you can tell, like, um, you know, like, anemia from mm. how if you have lots of uh, clots and mm-hmm. it can be a sign of iron deficiency things like that and it's actually if you actually looked at it for a minute you know you might be able to learn something about yourself <laughs> yes there is something slightly fascinating about collecting all the blood in a cup and being like I yeah. did this today like really proud like look how much I bled the only thing I feel weird about is you have to empty it out 
and I think you're supposed to empty out in the sink. What? Why? I don't know. I mean, if you're in a public toilet or you're at work, you must only be able to. Because I can't imagine taking it out <laughs> and being imagine? like in the in the kitchen. <laughs> don't mind me. Well, there's sinks in the bathroom. It's fine. <laughs> put it in the dishwasher. I don't know. I think you can actually put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. Probably shouldn't if you share a house. Yeah, depends how close you are with your yeah. housemates. I just like there's a lot of stuff you have to bear in mind. Like I live with people that I'm not really comfortable washing it in front of the sink in yeah. front of them in the sink. That would be weird. Um and like I feel like it would be really hard to get out because you actually have to like stick your hands up. Yeah, you have to There's this whole suction thing that you have to figure out. Yeah. So when you put it in, you fold it and then you just kind of let it go and it just kind of goes like an umbrella. No. Um, <laughs> Where well, are like, you when putting it, when umbrellas? It, like, pops. Yeah, it kind of it kind of fills the space and, yeah. and creates suction. So when you take it out, you have to kind of lightly squeeze it. And then and apparently this is the hard thing if you squeeze it too much. Yeah, the blood, the blood comes, comes out. out. It comes over your hand. And then you have to come out of the toilet with like a bloody hand. Oh god. Like, I killed a man like Lady Macbeth yeah. constantly washing your hands. Cuz there are sometimes in office bathrooms where you don't want to come out cuz you're embarrassed cuz yeah. like you've accidentally farted or something. <laughs> and I can just imagine sitting there with like blood all over your hand being like <laughs> I can't they'll see it's just me. like a part of me is kind of tempted because when you think about every time like I chuck out a tampon or a pad mm. or something like that I'm thinking oh god there's a landfill somewhere yeah just full of these things and yeah. I can't help but feel a little bit guilty but then I guess it's like using like disposable nappies mm. it gets to a point where it's like I don't know just using a moon cup I really like I want to try it I feel like it's yeah. something I should you at least one. try you buy yeah. one I mean maybe we should and we can like do a testimonial on <gasps> the, on the podcast maybe we should we could combine it with our sex dungeon visit and it'd be really weird we'd be like <laughs> Madame Caramel do you use a moon cup and she'd be like yeah we'd be like moon cups <laughs> um, anyway that's for another time okay, she's like mine is made of iron <laughs> and you can get uh, it, for... feels like, it feels like learning to use a tampon all over I again I don't want to go through that exactly that's the only thing I've got in the back of mind maybe it's just because I had such a difficult time with them that yeah. I'm kind of tainted by that view because some girls you know it comes it's really natural and easy to them yeah. and stuff like that. also a thing we often forget yes. is that vaginas are tilted yeah they you have to aim up. backwards yeah when you're putting a tampon in which is a thing that I still forget can't really yeah, yeah I, I do get every now and again when you're in a rush and you're like nah, um, because you feel shit yeah <laughs> you put it in and then you're like ah no like no nope, that's not the way it goes in <laughs> And then you feel crap for the rest of, I don't know, the hour before mm. you decide to take it out again. Um, but sometimes when you get it right, you're like, yes. Oh, when you get a tampon <laughs> it right, it's like fucking scoring an open goal. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. But then taking them out sucks. Yeah, that's never fun. Never fun. Especially because, <laughs> this is getting really gross now, because like you pull them out and like there's a little bit of resistance because mm. they're quite big yeah. and they've, they're kind of stuck to the walls with all the fluids and grossness and then you kind of tug and then they come out and then they kind of fling yeah and then you're like ah. yeah and it's like it's like <laughs> holding like a dead fish or something it's like oh gross oh i think we've covered paraphernalia yeah i That's mean let's good. be honest right we're going we've we went into this podcast with the idea yeah. that there's nothing really yeah. off limits because we don't really get to yeah. talk about this stuff very much we don't get to yeah. have fun with it and even though like i'm i'm still a little bit scared that I'm going to say something like it's just a thing that happens to everyone you're going to be like no that's not normal 
it is all normal exactly it's so good it's the thing it's like <laughs> it's all normal it's a difficult one because I was thinking like you know as a woman mm-hmm. a period doesn't define you no. some women don't get periods you yeah. know that's fine and then you know but it is it is something that we we're encouraged not really to talk about in an open manner it's still something oh, yeah. like that fucking and that's where actually that segues really in. is this gonna be the year of well I was periods that it could be that but also the advert that was banned <sighs> yeah if you should look and like this stuff doesn't help so basically mm-hmm. in america on the new york subway um a brand uh, called thinks mm-hmm. which is like bleed free underwear so it's underwear that you can just bleed into it's just super absorbent underwear and we don't understand how it works i'm tempted to buy a pair i'm guessing it's like stuff that absorbs your sweat yeah yeah it better. is it's the um it's like you know the kind of wick it's like called wick- wicking, wicking yeah yeah wicking it's like that but like amazing for your blood yeah (laughs) which i'm kind of really tempted by yeah but yeah and so basically they had an advert which was just like it was just basically it was called like finks yeah um underwear for women who have periods yeah underwear. it's so simple it's so so i really like it so so it's just like yeah periods that's what it is you know we're not hiding behind blue liquid they're literally being like like, it's under it's just underwear for women who have periods like what why do we need to explain this and they're a really awesome company they do (laughs) um they do uh pants for transgender people to help them kind of um you know when then because they're uncomfy you know because it's a reminder of a body which you're not comfortable with and so it kind of helps if you're a woman kind of um uh you know transgender man Mm -hmm. and you put on some pants and because you don't have to deal with having to use tampons and pads Mm -hmm. and things like that and it also means that because men's toilets don't have yeah things you can dispose them in yeah and stuff like that which is really cool they're a really good company and um yeah and basically the advert just said you know underwear for women of periods and it had half a clementine so it kind of looks like a vagina like imagine a peeled one of the because they're the small ones aren't they yeah so it's been peeled and it's just half of it so they've kind of got the orange shape so there's a bit of a vagina shape in there. yeah and it's not it's yeah. not you know it's, it's not, not a vagina no and no. they almost they tried the subway tried to ban the advert because they thought Ugh. it was too explicit even though there are adverts with half naked women <laughs> and people covered in blood with gory programs things yeah. like that and then but there's mass petition and people are like that's ridiculous yeah and it's there but you should definitely if you are a lady look up the company because yes. I'm really tempted I'm also tempted we because could get that say, and a moon cup yes we could try both oh my god because actually it would be a good thing to try with the moon cup because they say mm. you don't have to bleed free if you're not comfortable you can use them with a tampon yeah. or a pad if you want so you could use that I think it would it would have to be like small steps like you wouldn't yeah. just go out and be like yeah sure they work like I wouldn't have that much faith no. you have to you would have I'm to sure test. they do uh, so now we're going to move on to what I've titled medical shit <laughs> medical shit (laughs) medical shit so obviously periods are a medical thing that happens they're totally normal and that they they are like you said a sign that your body is healthy Mm -hmm. but what are they holly uh, oh God! Uh, um, trying to remember biology, bloods. Yeah, it's basically just—I mean, we all kind of know it. Although I'm surprised how many people don't know it. It's basically mm. your womb lining builds up so that when you release an egg, yeah. it has a comfy place to go and it snuggles I in. I like that. It's yeah. like a baby pillow. It is. It's like much. oh, we want the egg to be comfortable. I don't really understand why, but it's, it's medical shit. It needs <laughs> it needs a kind of place to implant. Yes, and also a place to kind of that. So it can enable it to grow yeah and so basically and then every time you go for a cycle and you don't get pregnant it basically glows and well like we don't need this anymore <laughs> like imagine you've just you've just tidied your house and you've plumped up all the cushions mm-hmm. for your guests and then they go 
oh, we can't come. And you're like, fucking cushions. Why did I put the cushions out? And you throw them back in the basket. You throw really. them out the window. Yes, yeah. you literally throw them out the window. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck these cushions. No it's like that. We always get taught at school, you get taught, okay, there might be some cramping, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, your hormones, your mood might yeah. change a bit. They don't tell you half the shit though no they do not tell you about period poos period poos yeah that's a thing they do not tell you about bloating they don't tell you about gas Mm -hmm. that's another thing which comes with the bloating and it doesn't really help feels like it should help doesn't doesn't help they don't talk about um i mean they talk about moods and stuff but they don't quite go into just how yeah ridiculous you can feel Mm -hmm. and stuff so we thought we'd talk about some of these things Let's start with period poos then. Period poos. Okay, right. <laughs> now, this is a phenomenon <clears throat> that yes. not a lot of people, or at least a lot of men, whenever I brought it up, have been like, what? That's a thing? Mm-hmm. Basically, when you have hormones, hormones are like electrical signals, but they go the slow, long way around. <laughs> They're trying to tell your body something, but they like to take a detour and go, <laughs> woo, and go all over your body and mess things up on their way. Yes. So basically, hormones fuck up everything. They do. And so your digestive system takes a hell of a beating it's like if you've ever had alka poops yes it is it's like alka poops if you ever combine alka poops with period poops you're in for a world of pain (laughs) don't do it don't drink when you're on your period kids i know we were making jokes about not square dancing but please don't drink it's not worth it okay okay but period poops can take a number of different things you can get like like period poops you can get like horrible nasty kind of like diarrhea type yeah. things you can get just not pooping at all yeah. you can get really bad constipation yeah like it can basically covers everything if you've got something wrong with your poops it's probably your period that's one of my first signs or you've been drinking i realize it's like <laughs> yeah. oh no i'm getting yeah. the poops it's time for period time poops <laughs> and there's it's really it can be quite distressing if yeah. you're bleeding quite heavily and the poops is just flowing and you're just kind of like, what's happening? Where's go- what's coming from where? Everything's coming out. No. This is a lot of information to give to a lot of people we've never met before. Yeah, but as we said, we're going into if, this being like... If you know a woman, they're going through it. We're yeah. very sorry. If you're someone's girlfriend and you're listening to this with your boyfriend, sorry, we've kind of dropped you in it, but uh, girls poo. Yeah, a lot. they poo the normal amount holly the normal amount (laughs) sorry sorry okay yeah (laughs) anyway what was what was the next thing Um, hormones yeah and pain pain oh okay so sometimes i just get cramps like this month's been all right it's a bit like oh but it's fine but other times i've been woken up uh 4 a.m with how much pain i'm in had to call nhs direct and been like, I know this is just my period, but it really hurts. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know, taste the ibuprofen. What can we do? But yeah, oh, sometimes. Yeah, oh. I've had that. I've had, um, yeah, the pain is, it's difficult because it's different for everyone. Mm. I know some people that just go through it and they're like, yeah, never had an issue in my life. And then others <laughs> who have, because there's a lot of, um, I know a girl who has, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Polycystic ovaries makes it hurt a lot. And yeah. endometriosis makes it hurt a lot. Yeah. But she has a yeah. thing where it's uh, it puts pressure on her hip joints. Oh, no. And so it makes her actual, like, hip 
like the actual joint, like the whole area, incredibly painful, and she still yeah. has to walk. Oh, that sucks. And that's why, like, we kind of think, like, a lot of the time we kind of generalize, oh, period pain. You know, we all yeah. go through it. Get over it. And she's like, like sitting there in a wheelchair, like, yep, mm, yeah, this, get over yeah, it. Great. <laughs> and like that's why, like the the kind of that. That's why I chose chose the clip from that thing where it's yeah. like, um, you know, oh yes, we all get some discomfort, but you know. It's you know, fine. stop feeling sorry for yourself. You have to live with people. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, sometimes you should never discredit the pain you're in. Yeah. Just because it's regular. I never yeah. understand that. If, like, yeah. you know, if you're in a serious amount of pain, do not try and justify it. You know, go see a doctor. Yeah. Don't kind of go, oh, no, this is just my burden to bear as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of doctors will especially if you are actually on your period completely discredit any pain you're in by going oh it's just your period Mm -hmm. and if a dude doctor says that to you you're like sorry it's just my something you've never experienced what's that what's that doing what (sighs) and the thing a lot of especially we're talking about hormones and moods Mm -hmm. a lot of my I didn't get I didn't get diagnosed for quite a long time with anxiety and depression Mm. because it was put down to hormones a lot of it was put down to ah well you're a growing girl and you got puberty that you might be a bit anxious every now and again yeah. and so I didn't I went undiagnosed for a long time yeah. just because it was you know and it led to a point where I had to have a you know a proper breakdown point. I was like oh yeah but that was might probably not, just the PMS breakdown yeah. Holly it, was like, it might actually not just be hormones <laughs> yeah but yeah and I think a lot of you, a lot of especially when you're younger and yeah. you don't really have the confidence to say no because you is, have no idea what's going yeah, on exactly yeah. sometimes I find it really dif- difficult as well to tell the difference between PMS and anxiety yeah because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just like why am I crying mm. why does everything suck and sometimes it is anxiety sometimes it's PMS both are legitimate yeah and also <laughs> the thing that annoys me when people go oh, it's just your hormones as if that Makes it less just the real. way you're feeling inside your brain. Yeah, Holly. it's like you know, it's just the you know the pain you're feeling. Mm-hmm. That's just pain. You know, <laughs> it's like it's still. It's oh, just, your leg fell off. It's just the way you feel, though. <laughs> I mean, I know that's not like literally the same, but you know, whatever. Don't yeah. ever discredit the way people feel. That's not just a period thing. That's an everything thing. Yeah. Someone says they're sad. Just listen to them. <laughs> Stop being a butt, okay? I'm like oh, looking at the microphone giving, yeah. like you. <laughs> We have placed the microphone on a little plinth in, a, in like a desperate yeah. attempt to get better sound quality. It feels like we're attacking a little person. It does. <laughs> He's got little legs and a little face. Yeah. You should draw a face on it. Oh, God. Anyway, back to periods. <laughs> um, we're still talking about medical shit, aren't we? Mm. What else haven't we covered? Medical shit. Everything's covered under medical yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mentioned things can go not wrong, but things can make uh, periods slightly more difficult. You've got polycystic ovaries to explain yeah when your ovaries have lots of cysts um kind of it's like it sounds really yeah it says on the tin because uh, cysts are quite common yes because i don't have one i got oh. checked out and they were like you got a cyst it's fine because because yeah. there's so much like growthy stuff yeah there's in so your much ovaries there's so much your ovaries are designed to grow things and sometimes they get confused and yeah they're, like, they're just like oh, i don't know here's a thing and you're like no my mum actually had to this is less of a fun cyst story. She had, um, it was a precancerous growth. Um, it was one of those ones that has like hair and skin and nails and teeth inside <laughs> it. And she had that growing on one of her ovaries and she Shit. did have to have it removed because mm. it was yeah, it so takes, big. Yeah. So it does really pay to get yourself checked out. She was yes. 24 when that happened. So it can happen. Like yeah. your ovaries, they get confused. There's exactly. a lot of shit we going always, on. We always kind of think kind of like, 
is stuff to do with like kind of like cancer and things like mm. that with older women yes it's not at all especially with um like especially i've noticed that with my my american friends or north american friends they have they go to gynecologists mm-hmm. they go to a you know a gynae doctor mm-hmm. like specifically we don't really do that in this country i guess because no. we just have a kind of like gp and we go there i'm quite lucky because yeah. my mum's a gp but she specializes in gynecological stuff yeah so i've always had mama nielsen there with her <laughs> font of vagina knowledge <laughs> it's always good to have a mum with a font of vagina knowledge <laughs> I mean, I've had two ultrasounds. Yeah. Because of, like, they're scary things. Not ultrasounds. Well, yeah, ultrasounds are scary. But actual, like, having a vagina and a womb and all that kind of stuff. Mm. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on and you're like, is this normal? Mm. And, like, if there's anything you're ever worried about, go to the doctor. Because we've got the NHS for however long that may be, hopefully lots (laughs) longer, like... We can get medical procedures, like an ultrasound or like... I had this weird probe. It was not very pleasant. But, mm. you know, just to check you out. Yeah. Um, like, they the thing, have these things it, and they can do it for you and it yeah. won't cost anything. And a lot of it will be normal. <clears throat> like, there's a huge yeah. a huge spectrum of what is, you know, quote-unquote normal. Yeah. But, you know, if you do have concerns, always go see a doctor. And, like, Anyways, I know a lot of people yeah. that feel like, oh, I don't want to bother the doctor. There's nothing... That's what the doctor's there for. Yeah. You know, that's what... And it's not, it's really not pleasant. I don't want to, like, bullshit. It's not pleasant to have, like, an examination up there. It's not. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's like made of metal and kind of stick it oh, up there God, and crank yeah. it open and yeah. you're just like, oh, this sucks so if you, much. If you still see, like, I've had a couple of exams where I've needed, you know, to have the full-on, what's it called? The, the speculum. Yeah, speculum and the big yeah. metal clamps where it just pulls you open and the doctor sticks his head up there and goes, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it is like, because when you look at it, you're like, this equipment mm-hmm. looks like something out of a museum. Yeah. But, and it's not, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna lie to people and go, nah, it's fine, do it. You know, it's not, but it's something you've gotta do. Yeah. You know, you'd rather have that happen than sit there and be like, oh God, is something horribly wrong? Because if it is, like, oh God, just, just don't, don't risk it, please. Yeah. And if you have a partner or something that's concerned, then, you know, encourage them to go or go with them. It's always nice having someone there just as a kind of, you know, if it's a friend or a loved one or family member. They're really nice doctors. If you have a bad one, get a different one. But they are really nice. They put paper towel down on their yeah. little bed to make sure you don't leak fluids I think, everywhere. I think you have to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not like a nice thing. That's just a part of the fun. Um, <laughs> and like, I mean, having ultrasounds is weird because if you ever tell anyone about it, they instantly go, Pregnant. Did you think you were pregnant? Yeah. And I'm like, No. Um, but now I know what they feel like. They warm the gel up now. Oh, do they? Because in every Cause it was very cold. Yeah, in every sitcom I've yeah. ever seen, they've been like, "Oh, the gel's so cold." So I was like completely tensed, waiting <laughs> for them to put this cold gel on, and it was really warm. It was like nearly hot. It was like having a little bath on my tummy. Ooh. So they put the gel on, and I'm like, "Oh, it's so toasty." And then they kind of they rise. really have to press, don't they? And if you're feeling yeah. a bit bloated as well, you're like, "Oh god!" No. I would literally, I would fart as soon as they touch me. <laughs> I was like, "I am sure so sorry," do. but because um, I imagine when you're pregnant, you get really bloated. Oh, so yeah. they're like pushing this mm. thing like into your stomach and you're like this makes me feel very ill (laughs) but then you know like you can see the stuff up on the ultrasound which is weird because every time you see an ultrasound you see a baby yeah you don't see empty ultrasounds people don't go look at the baby i don't have yeah great (laughs) so you're kind of looking at and you're like and what are you looking at it's just kind of like green blurs no idea because you don't know what you're looking for 
Or is like, is that something? a cancer? I don't know. Am I fine? And they're like, like looking at it for ages and they're like moving it around and you're like, ah, and then it's fine. It's yeah. fine. And the thing, I think a lot of people kind of worry, especially when it's to do with stuff like vaginas and things Ew. like that, that they're like, oh no, too embarrassed. Yeah. It's like the doctor like is never going to be embarrassed by mm. what you have to tell them. Like literally nothing can... Again, growing up with a mum who has seen all kinds of shit, literally nothing faces them. <laughs> you know, I grew up yeah. in a house where I would open the fridge and there'd just be like blood samples and things Heads like that. And yeah. a, a bum. Yeah, just a bum there. <laughs> old bum. But like literally nothing. I remember this is one of my. I used to work at the surgery that my mum worked in. Like all mm-hmm. the um, all the kind of the doctors and nurses' children would work as receptionists. Yeah. So was, and so I was working as a receptionist. <laughs> Nepotism. And it's pretty much. Is. And this guy comes in and he's practically dragged in by his ear, by his mum. He's middle-aged. Yeah. He's dragged by his mum and he's covered in cuts and bruises and things like that. And his mum looks really angry <laughs> and she goes, tell them, tell them what happened. And he looked really sheepish and just went, oh, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I got a bite. And he showed, he lifted up his sleeve. I was just, gouge out of his arm and I was just like shit and I was like oh, I'm really sorry but the doctors were in a meeting at the moment <laughs> they, they like he'd come in at the worst time and luckily there was a nurse behind me and she mm-hmm. was like oh it's okay I'm free um, what seems to be the problem and she was like oh, God, what but seems in- to be the problem yeah. and, and then he's he like mm. and he was like so she was like okay well what bit you and then he looked even more sheepish yeah. looked at his mum his mum went tell them and he went my, my, my girlfriend <laughs> and like and like I was just like I was trying to keep a straight face. I was just like, yeah. okay. And then um, the, of course the nurse didn't give a fuck. It was yeah. like, okay, right, well. And then luckily my mum was behind me, and she was like, okay, no, I have a free moment. I can come and see you, blah blah. And I like went to my mum. I was like, what? What happened? She was like, oh, um, you know, bad breakup. I was like, you don't say. Aww. But like literally, but she like it was like nothing had happened. You know, yeah. she like for something that I was like, oh my god. You know, as a normal person, doctor will never be fussed or embarrassed, no. or it will never be. They've seen so many vaginas. They dissect corpses to yeah. become a doctor. It's not like that. You're gonna like spread your legs and they'll be like, oh no, vagina, gross, gross, gross. They're like ham flaps. <laughs> Ew. And also vaginas all look different and there's yeah. lots of different that's another thing you don't get taught. They look really different. There's loads of different kinds of vaginas. Some people have big old flaps and some people have zero flaps. You have labia some people's are real labia majora. Puffy and some look like half an orange. And that's <laughs> fine. It's all good, man. Yeah. All yeah. vaginas are beautiful. They are. <laughs> Except yours, Holly. Oh no! Because everyone's seen you gross. Anyway. <laughs> Our next category, have we covered all medical shit, do you think? Yeah. Yes. Our next category is gross shit. Um, do we have any more gross we shit? We kind of talked about poo. I mean, do we want to talk about actual periods here? Like, like what the they actual... actual look like? Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. gross. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> the thing I always forget is that you forget that when you're lying down, yeah. you don't have gravity behind you to move the period. So often... <laughs> So when you wake up in the morning... Yeah, and you stand you, up... You sit up and it just goes... Plong. Yeah, and you literally just feel this fluid and you're like, oh no! I always find that quite entertaining. Yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, good. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, we were talking about before, like, like periods very rarely are like, you know, when a water breaks in a movie and it's like... Rah! Yeah, they're not blood I have had time. 
once yeah and it was terrifying it was like something out the x-files i will say i got out <laughs> yeah. of the shower i took yeah. one step and oh my god <laughs> i was literally just like on the floor like no <laughs> like if someone oh had come god. in i would have been arrested like, like when there's like comedy scenes of someone slipping over in blood and like doing snow angels yeah <laughs> like, that, that was me so lovely. like it can happen it can it's not very often but yeah. it can happen it's not like suddenly a plug just breaks mm. that's what happens i found out when your water breaks from my medical friends it's your mucus plug yeah just going away just going. and what you need to do is is stand up because the baby's head yeah can can block it but that doesn't happen in periods there's, there's no baby or mucus plug no. it just suddenly just goes um but with periods it's, it's more of a like, it just kind of like gradual yeah thing. it just kind of goes like hello it sort of kind of creeps up over like mm. a day and you kind of have a sense you know yeah. it's coming oh yeah you know it's coming. It's just weird. Most of the time. I Sometimes don't like having that intuition. It's weird, isn't it? You're like, oh no. Like, you'll just be having a normal day and you'll be like, you know what's going to happen. <sighs> <laughs> because some some <laughs> girls know because they're really regular and it's going to be like, it's the third Tuesday of the I month. I have never done, I've never kept a diary. I've, nev- I've tried and mm. then I've been like, this is really boring because yeah. I don't actually care. I've never been regular at all in my life. I don't ever. even, I think I'm vaguely regular, so yeah. it's fine. I think <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm not like, medically unregular i don't yeah. think it's like anything to get worried about but i've just never you know yeah again i think because i was incredibly skinny as a child it kind of like messed me up for a while and then i was yeah. just like my body was like i don't know and then also of like different kinds of birth control and well, stuff i was like gonna that. say yeah. i have the implant and um first six months nothing yeah <laughs> which that's... was great yeah kind of terrifying but also great i wasn't <laughs> seeing anyone at the time so it was fine i wasn't like am i gonna have a baby i was just like we're no periods <laughs> and i was in uni so i was having a great time drinking not having periods square dancing square dancing all i wanted square <laughs> dancing the night away and then they started coming back and they were regular and then they started happening like once every two months and i was like mm. yeah and then they started happening once every two weeks and i was like ah but yeah, so. I have because I used to have that, and that happened to me. But now I have the coil, which yeah. is like for people who don't know, because it sounds like you stick a spring up there. There is a spring on it, right? Tiny, tiny. That. It's basically it looks like a little T shape. Yeah, it's a little T shape, and the T, the top of the T, sits just in your uterus. And basically, it's like because I freak out, my body hates hormones. Yeah, like it's so sensitive to them, it just yeah. goes like no. And so I had to get. So I got the coil because it doesn't yeah. have. It has virtually no hormones involved in it. But yeah, that was uh, painful from what I hear. I didn't get. Well, the problem is, I went in, and obviously, my mum, who knows about stuff, she was like, okay, this is the coil you want to ask for. It's slightly smaller, it's designed for women who haven't had children. And also, you want to ask for. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they were kind of before and after children things. You've got tiny womb. I'll put this one. <laughs> tiny, <in>. tiny womb. <laughs> And then, and then she was like, okay, also ask for local anaesthetic. You don't have to have it, but a lot of women like it. Where do they inject the local anaesthetic? Oh, no, Holly, no! <laughs> no, I don't want needles up there! It's not that bad. But yeah, basically, I went in, and the doctor was like, okay, you can have this one, and it lasts for five years, or this one lasts for three years. I was like, okay, I'll go five years one. That's the... That's the... That's the yeah. women who've had giant wounds well, generally meant to be for women who have had children <gasps> oh and I God, didn't, they didn't give me any anaesthetic <gasps> and they just <sighs> and nothing nothing kind of I've never felt cramps quite like after that you're going to have to tell me because I've only heard women going it hurts so much the cramps are so bad describe 
It Go was on. literally like my mum thought I was in labour. Oh she was God. like, "You are acting like you're in labour." I was literally going around the house. Imagine like, if you were in labour, uh, then she was just like, "Oh, whoops, no oh, shit." <laughs> <laughs> we just stuck a T-shaped thing in the baby's head. Oh, God, that was li- I was literally going around clutching my stomach, just oh like, <laughs> like I would not have liked. To- I was the most melodramatic, over the top kind of like. I was lying in bed like. <laughs> and I got my dad to send up one of the dogs to like comfort me and then she just like jumped on me and I was just like oh dog <laughs> and just yeah but the thing is now that it's there it's five years of just not having to think yeah. about birth control and it's I think it's worth it especially because I went basically down the long route I went the hardest way so I went through like yeah. It couldn't have gone, you know, it was pretty much the worst it could be. And it's still, as much as we go on about it, it's mm-hmm. still better than, you know, the alternatives. The pill sucks. The pill is awful. It really sucks. I can't like, have the proper pill as well because of migraines. You take it every day. And there's so many varieties. Yeah. And they will always prescribe you the cheapest first, which is the shittest one. Yeah. And then they'll go up the ranks of similarly cheap ones before you finally get to one that's actually good. And you'll get like all the symptoms. You'll get heavy periods. You'll get no periods. You'll get spotting. Mm. You'll get regular periods. You'll get cramping, bloating, spots, Ooh, fatness. One thing we forgot: bad Ugh. skin. Yeah, I know I'm getting period because spots will start appearing on my face. Yep, yep. I get this is not a thing I've ever heard of anyone else getting. My skin hurts. Like it feels oh, like really sensitive. Yeah, it feels like it's all sunburn. Oh. Or like you know when you How have strange. a graze and it yeah like, just like hurts really kind of yeah yeah like, it's like that. And it sucks mm. everything hurts. And sometimes my thighs hurt. Yeah, I get sometimes thighs. I get achy. Yeah. You feel like achy. It feels like you've done exercise, even though it's, yeah. and it's just your womb going like... Bah. But every time I get a period, it's different. It's like there's a big, like, lucky dip of mm. symptoms that I know I've had. Yeah. And it'll just be like, mm, these ones. And sometimes it'll be nothing. And sometimes it'll be everything. And sometimes the cramps will be worse. And sometimes my skin hurts more. And sometimes I get more spots. And <laughs> my God, it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Periods are stupid, guys. That's the point. No, they're lovely and good for you. <laughs> are we done with gross shit? Do we have more done, gross shit? I think we're done with gross shit. Okay, should we move on to our next one? Yeah. It's my favourite one. Stories! Yay! These stories are so gross. Um, oh, should we... First of all, while you're finding them, should we yeah. talk about things that we've cried at? <laughs> yeah. Basically, okay, we talked about hormones a bit, and obviously it makes your mood go a bit all over the place. If you've lived with women, you may have noticed it. Some women disinfect them, others, you can tell. <laughs> and I'm one of the people where... I'm not a big crier normally. I don't yeah. really cry at films very much. But I've cried at one film and that, that's my story. So we'll get to that. <laughs> but when I'm on my period, oh my God, I am just a little emotional bean. Right. Okay. So yeah. things that, two of the stupidest things I've cried at when I'm on my period. <laughs> yeah. One of them was the opening ceremony for the Eurovision Song Contest. So lame. And I started crying because they had a bit where, like, they had cameras in each uh. of the cities and all the people were singing the same song and I was like, it's just like the world is all oh together and we're all really happy. And it was basically... I'm much Eurovision. More... Yeah. Eurovision. Eurovision Song Contest. Um. Not even, like... The Olympics or something like momentous. Yeah. Eurovision. And you get to the end and it's all bitchy and like new one. You're like, oh no, this isn't nice. But I'm generally much more likely to cry at happy things than sad things. Oh, that's that's yeah. But (laughs) apart from the second one, which wasn't a happy thing, 
was this was combined with the fact I was really hungover and hadn't <laughs> slept at all, but yeah. I was also very hormonal. Okay. And basically, I'd been on a night out. I think it was my friend's 18th. So we went on a night out and we went back to a friend's house and I didn't sleep the entire night. Mm. And so the next morning, we went to go get like the early train home or the early train back into town because my friend lived quite far out. And I was walking down the street and it was like seven in the morning with my friend. And we're walking down the road and it was all quiet and empty. And I just saw this dead mole in the middle of the road. (laughs) And I just broke. I just like started weeping at this dead mole. And I was like, I I literally said the words, it could have had a family. (laughs) And it's just in the middle of the road. Were you talking to yourself or were your friends? My friend. And my friend, obviously, as I said, I'm not a, I'm not too. I'm not really the kind of person that gets. So my friend was freaked out. She was like, yeah. "What is wrong with you? Like you're never oh, like what? No. I don't think she'd seen me cry before at this point." And I was just like, <laughs> "This is what?" And I, and I made my friend. My friend had a tissue, and I was like, "This just like, God bless my friend because like this just shows like the strength of our friendship." I was like, "Please, like I felt like it had like a really unceremonious death, and I felt really bad for it. So I got my friend to pick it up yeah. using a tissue." And to put it on, like, this little rock plinth in someone's garden. Because uh. I was like, at least then it will have a meaningful death. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was just, and then eventually she managed to, like, carry me away from this dead mole. But, yeah, that's um, that's oh. one of them. See, I I don't I can't remember if I was on my period, but let's just say I, I was so I can tell this story. <laughs> on the subject of animal deaths. So, back when I lived at home... Uh, I was probably in sixth form. It was probably the summer holidays after we'd finished our exams and finished school. And I was driving to my friend's house. And I parked a little way away. I can't remember why. But I did. I parked there. And I got out of my car. And I noticed this little peeping. It was like, peep, peep. Peep, peep, peep. Oh, no. I was like, what is this peeping? And I looked down. And just in the gutter, it was just tiny baby bird. And I went, oh no, baby bird. And I scooped it gently, gently scooping. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do with the bird? It can't fly. It's like broken its leg or its wing or something. So I got back in my car and I put it in the cup holder. (laughs) And I drove the rest of the way to my friend's house. And um, I'm banging on the door. I'm like, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. And then she opens the door and it's just me standing there with this baby bird in my hands like, it's dying. Oh my God. And she's like, uh, okay, come in, I guess. And I was meant to be going to her house. This wasn't that weird. And so I came in and we went up to her bedroom on like the third floor. And I was like holding it the whole way like, ah, she calls her boyfriend. She calls another one of our friends and her boyfriend. They all come around and I'm holding this little bird and we've named it Meg. And we've put it in because it's Easter for some reason. That's relevant. We put it in this little <laughs> this little chocolate egg box. So it's this little Easter and we make a little Aww. nest out of the little you know the tissue paper yeah. ribbons you get. We've we've made it a little nest and it's like chirping really scaredly. And we're like, It's okay, tiny Meg. It's okay, tiny Meg and I picked her up and I was like, Meg, I will save you and then she had a heart attack and died. <gasps> oh my and god. I was like, no! Oh my god <laughs> So we took it to my friend's boyfriend's house. And gave it a funeral. Why? Why did you have to go to his house I specifically? Don't remember. I, I think because does he have like an animal graveyard? Probably. My friend didn't have a garden. We were like, we need to bury uh. Meg. And she lived in a new build estate, so they, I don't think they had a park or anything. Okay. So we were like, you know who does have land? This guy. So we went to his farm, and we dug a little hole, and we buried Meg. 
How did you know she had a heart attack? Uh, because she um, sort of had a little fit. I don't know. I mean, her heart was beating really oh fast. Oh. And then her heart beat lots fast. Oh, and no. then she died. And it was very upsetting. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to get emotional thinking about it. <laughs> Let's tell more fun stories. Because I've saved some stories. Okay. Especially for this. So, on the subject of menstrual cups. I've got quite a nice story. <laughs> on the subject of menstrual Don't worry. Cups. I'm going to start off with one that's pretty tame. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, I decided to experiment with a menstrual cup. It was mostly motivated by a somewhat puerile desire to send an angry letter to a politician written in menstrual blood, but Jesus, I decided against that plan. It was a bit of a silly idea. The, the desire to send blood-stained missives to politicians obsessed with my uterus was only one reason, though. I was also sick of spending money on tampons. When I unpacked my shiny new menstrual cup, I had a good look at it. It looked like a very fancy rubbery egg cup possibly procured from the kind of shop I'm usually priced out of. They do look quite fancy. Mm, I'm going to look at one now. It was the same size and shape as an egg cup, though made of a squidgy, rubbery material. A rubber stem protruded from the base of the cup, and inside the cup were volume markings, like the world's stingiest shot glass. Oh my god, they actually have volume markings. Yeah, in case you are interested, I guess. I would be. We could brag to each other, we'd be like, two millimetres, that's that's not a fluid measurement, is it? Anyway... After boiling the cup for a few minutes to sterilise it, it was time to insert it. As per the instructions, I folded it in half, then in half again, rendering it approximately the width of a large tampon. Wow, they're bigger than I thought. I squatted slightly and began to push the cup inside me. It was going well. In it went. I'm doing it, I thought to myself with joyous rapture. I'm actually doing... Oh, perhaps a salient aspect to this story is that i do not have the best coordination oh no i was in special needs for my early years at school on account of the fact that i could barely hold a pencil these days stabbing it is a simile for buffling something in a comical fashion i guess her name's stab or something and i totally stabbed my first insertion of a menstrual cup the thing sprang open approximately half of the way in with a sigh, I practiced my first removal. It was probably a good practice run, seeing as it was not completely inserted. As per the instructions, I squeezed the cup. There was a hiss of air as the seal broke. For some reason, I was reminded of the explosive bolts in 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh my God. I folded the cup again. This time it went in. For the next two hours, I kept checking. I could not believe that a rubbery little egg cup stuffed up my vagina could possibly be up to the task. Yet there was no leaking. Despite the lack of leakage... My curiosity got the better of me, and I just had to take it out. With grim determination, I reread the instruction booklet. I slightly squatted, fingers poised, at vagina. I squeezed the cup. I pulled the stem. And nothing happened. Oh no! Oh fuck, I thought to myself. I have an egg cup stuck up my fanny. I tried every angle I could think of, performing a gymnastic display all over my bathroom floor. In the end, the original position, a semi-squat, proved to be the one... In conjunction with a little bit of kegeling, <laughs> I looked at the contents. Over two hours, I'd barely filled the bottom of the cup. I was nowhere near the six mil marker, the first of the volume markers. I felt a little disappointed. <laughs> My uterus was clearly not up to the task of filling a little cunt cup. <laughs> Let's skip to the fun bit. Oh, that's, there's a picture of a dropped one. Oh. Well, that was quite fun, actually. <laughs> I also became familiar with the noises the thing made on removal and eventually learned to stop giggling like a four-year-old. You see, when something with a rubber seal is removed from a vagina, 
It makes a noise that is a cross between an airlock opening and the meatiest queef imaginable. That's amazing. It is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. A loud farp, which I am sure was probably audible for miles around. Incredible. And apparently, if you get hiccups, <laughs> you spill it. Because like you're, you're very carefully maneuvering your hand in, and then you take it out, and then hiccup! And it oh, just goes no. everywhere. Anyway, so that's the first story. And basically, she then goes on to say, like, yeah, try it. It's real good. I'm a convert. Do you have a story, or would you like a gross story? I would like a gross story, please. Sorry, I'm I'm transfixed looking at moon cups. Someone's knitted little moon cup holders. That is very cute. And they're really cute. Why do you need to hold them? I don't know. I think it's just a knitted moon cup. Okay. So this one's called Ten Days in the Life of a Tampon, which might give you some indication. A tampon should never last ten days. It was a beautiful week and a beautiful weekend. It was verdant, sun-dappled, horticulture redolent, exfoliated, affluent, groomed, merry, relaxed, pressed, aspirational, and it's at its beginning, even fragrant. That would change. It was all so dizzyingly gorgeous I could feel a low-grade panic trickle through my chest. But it was all good. Mo, my friend John asked, do you want half a Vicodin? I did indeed. Let me just check that this is this is definitely ten days in the life of a tampon. What's but it a starts. Uh, um, is that one the painkiller? Maybe, or maybe it's one of the fun ones. Maybe. Okay. I was at my best friend's wedding. As my heels dug into the soft mud beneath beneath the outdoor pews, I could feel my period start. I hate my period more every time it comes. It comes a lot these days, every two or three weeks. I assume my uterus has put itself on a fast track to complete the mandatory number of eggs required to call it quits and resign itself to waiting for death. But God, in the meantime, what a nuisance. (laughs) I could reproduce with John. He likes drugs and is writing a piece on a surgeon who conducts head transplants. Apparently the downside of a head transplant is that full body paralysis is an unavoidable side effect. Jesus. Whatever. I read a story about a perfectly mobile woman who sat on the toilet for two years, who sat on the toilet so long she became stuck, along, alone with her mind and the receptacle for her gross bodily functions. Yes, I'm being glib. I just had half a Vicodin. But at this I can say in all earnestness, I would not miss a single physical sensation involved with getting my period. I just got it. Thanks, Vicodin! <laughs> and that skips the end. Not the end, but she talks about herself and her feelings a lot. Jesus, skip so, it. Some actually interesting things happened during those five hours, but the important part is that at some point in my fatigue, I inserted a new tampon without removing the first. Oh, no. The week proceeded with a routine <gasps> debauchery. Oh, no. My friend did that. She had to go to EA. Oh, EA? Okay. You went to <laughs> also, can I just point out that the tampon that we put in the glass is huge? It's massive. It's oh, it's all wet and gross. Anyway, of it is. it's in a glass. Yeah, and I then reminded my friend that forever on her medical records, it will now state foreign body in the vagina. So <laughs> I enjoy that. The week proceeded with a routine debauchery that reflected the tone of the weekend that had begotten it. I went on a date on Sunday night and a book party on Monday after which I ended up fucking a friend and a bar on Tuesday after which I ended up fucking an old fuck buddy and by Thursday night I'd washed my sheets and shaved my legs and gotten a facial and my period was still hanging around so I went home early and decided to wait until the period had ended before attempting any more pointless copulation. I don't particularly like period sex to begin with but this was a most foul period. 
heavy and brown and rotten smelling. The Ooh. sort of period that's trying to tell you something if you believe in that sort of thing, which I don't because mostly I am lazy. By Friday night, it's still not past, and I woke Saturday morning to find, much to my chagrin, that I had stained the sheets again. I think it was pretty good because you said, that was awesome, sex partner DiGiorno, DiGiorno, let's try and sound Italian, DiGiorno, told me. <laughs> I didn't remember. I ran to the bathroom to change my underwear. By Sunday, the stench had, had soured further. We took a long walk through the park and joked about how ill-attuned we were to things of beauty, so pretentious jesus christ beauty how it is wasted on us beauty how it fills me only with dread my senses are alive to three things he said stylish prose good conversation and the female body oh that's because he's never gotten a fucking period i thought he was going on a date with a 22 year old he felt compelled to offered offer good 22 year old menstrual blood does not smell like this don't lose your affinity for the female body. You have plenty of time to knock one up and watch it morph into to something totally alien, then spatter out a whole mass of fluids and split open to yield one of those babies you're so fond of eyeing warily on the streets, as well as some inadvertent fecal matter. I went home alone with my odours. He joked that he hoped I didn't get pregnant and bring about some my two dads scenario with dude number two. Ha ha, I thought. In my two dads, the mum got to be dead. I would not get that luxury. Jesus Christ! <laughs> She's an interesting writer. By Monday, it occurred to me it might be a bacterial infection, which I deserve, or some other sort of sexually transmitted disease, which I would also deserve, and that I ought to, ought to make a, an appointment with a gynecologist, which was true even before I started emitting the thin brown fluid of stench. <laughs> the flow had slowed to a chronic drip. Drip? There's an STD named after that, right? But the blood itself had somehow gotten older and fouler. On Tuesday, I asked Anna for a day off to go to the gynaecologist, grousing for a moment on my symptoms. Anna, you don't have a tampon stuck up there, do you? Like, an old one? Hmm. I think my mind had entertained this notion, though somehow I expected that gravity, intent as it was on it imposing its will on the rest of me, would have expelled the thing by now. But no, on further reflection... It made sense. Oh, God. I didn't work on the rest of me like I performed Kegels. There wasn't a whole lot else I could do sitting on the couch all day. I pondered buying lube and rubber gloves and a six-pack of beer and attempting to dig it out right then. <sighs> but it had been nine days, and the primaries were on. I bought only beer. I drank two and a half. I fell asleep. The next morning I woke and smelled. This is a text conversation now. Oh, my God. I think I actually must have a tampon stuck at me. Really? Yeah, after crappy hour, I'm going to get some gloves on and get this shit out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I could not locate gloves. But after cutting my fingernails and coating my fingers in the Vaseline I'd purchased at the deli, along with my egg sandwich, I located the tampon. Anna advised that I squat on the floor like one of those natural childbirth Lalesh people. And it worked. It was there. It was far I had never reached that far. It was gross far, nearing the anus zone far. Jesus. The tampon was soaked. I dripped on the floor. It was thick and brown and foul. I wanted to say it smelled sort of like Vegemite tastes, but that's too kind. <laughs> I wanted to say it reeked of August at the Pearl River Harbour, where I'd lived as a kid and where my brother had sworn he'd seen a dead body floating. It was so much worse, though. 
The only odor I really felt was equivalent was a Cantonese street food called stinky tofu, a fermented <laughs> tofu renowned for smelling like rotting fish meets sewage meets black death. Every droplet on the floor seemed to unleash the stench of a mile-long stretch of stinky tofu stalls, and every few minutes it would be too much to bear and I'd have to wash my hands and spray more Glade and start over again. I'd oh managed to pick out a few strands of <gasps> cotton, oh, no. but I couldn't grasp hold of it. I imagine what sort of household implement might facilitate such an extraction. Tweezers? Ew. While cursing the gentleness of our anti-antibacterial whole food soap, I devised a way around my lack of latex gloves. Condoms! Oh no. I stuck one on my finger and one on my thumb and did my best to rub off the lube. Progress seemed imminent. And six condoms later, it was. The tampon emerged, greyish-brown and bloated like a corpse in the harbour. I carried it, fingers still in condoms, towards the toilet. It's a good thing you don't have a dog, Anna said brightly when I relayed the news. Why? Dogs always like to find this stuff and carry it around. Oh my god, Anna, you think I would just throw that out? No, I flushed it. I flushed it three times, actually. But hold on, I panicked. I had sex three times with that thing. Do you think it absorbed a bunch of sperm? Do you think I should get plan B? Holy shit, do you think I'm already pregnant? No, she said automatically. Sperm can't survive that. It's toxic. Pretty sure those sorts of conditions would kill the sperm. My roommate overheard us. Dude, if you manage to get pregnant with a super absorbency tampon stuck inside you the whole time, you have to have it. I don't care, she said. (laughs) And that's the end. Wow. Yay! I will point out, my dog once did find a used sanitary towel and paraded it about this is when we took her on a walk just like out and about someone left a used sanitary towel out in the field or something picked it up paraded around like it was the best thing ever and then left it in one of our neighbours gardens (laughs) what a present yep she's a delightful animal would you like to read one go on then how long is it uh shorter than the last one Mm, still pretty long oh goodness how about we save them <clears throat> for time? Because we're running on an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh I've, there's a story called um, Stinking Up the Office with My Vagina, and there's one called Leaving a Moon Cup in Too Long, a horror story. Oh, they both sound good. They are good. Um, the, the one about the leaving it in too long, basically... The office is, the whole office, including her, is like, oh god, it smells like something died in here! And they send loads of emails around being like, ah, it smells really bad! And then at the end of the day, she gets home, takes her pants off and goes, oh, it was me. And then she sends loads of emails around going, this is really gross, but um, I've got a real stinky period. What? <laughs> she sent the email around! That's amazing. Yeah, I, just some women. Yeah. I really like that girl. I, I, I don't think I could. Respect. Even if my boss was a woman, I'd still be like, Hmm. Um, so the one about leaving a moon cup in for too long. It smelled like an eviscerated, decomposing body mixed with rotting broccoli, sewage, and rotting eggs all in one. The stench of 14-day-old rotting blood and uterine gunk is not one that fades easily. I could tell my squeamish boyfriend was trying extremely hard not to lose his shit and vomit, but it only got worse than that. Oh my god, why did she leave it in for so long? I guess she just forgot. Yeah. To try to bring the mood back, I went into the bathroom to try and freshen up. He joined me, perhaps to make me feel less disgusting. Bad idea. With a feeling like an impending queef, but somehow thicker, my vagina suddenly emptied a massive glob of this filth, and it (laughs) splattered. 
<laughs> it splattered a surprisingly large amount of brown rotted uterine filth all over my poor boyfriend's leg. He practically ran home. That's quite funny. Please check your vaginas. <laughs> Is that what we're that's what we're taking that's away the from this? Message of this, guys. It can go wrong. Just don't let it go wrong. <laughs> Also, that stuff's very bad for you. You can yeah. get all sorts of diseases, so be careful. Are we going to move on to questions? <laughs> we'll ask questions. Okay, now, we did ask you guys questions, but yes. people seem to get quite shy yes. when it comes to vaginas. So we are open to Ask FM, because you can be anonymous, yeah. and people are still really shy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. How many questions do we have? We only have one that's relevant to periods. Oh, okay. We have two other two other ones, and then a couple on Twitter, but they're not period questions. Well, we can ask ourselves questions. Okay. Well, let's ask the period question first. Okay, so this one, I'm a little bit confused as to the wording. Okay. So it goes, um, have you ever had an unfortunate sexual interaction without knowing how close you were? I'm assuming... He means how close you were to your period. Yeah, I like that they can't use the words. Yeah. How close you were to the event. To the event. Sexual interaction. (laughs) (laughs) That's very sweet, though. Like, okay, for the longest time, I was like, I can't say period. Like, I didn't tell my friends for ages. And, like, by the time that they did know, it's because we just all assumed. Yeah. It's a scary word. Period. Period. Which is why I feel really weird when Americans say it to mean full stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's the blood thing. No, you can't say <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so have, have we ever... Yeah, had an incident where... Mm. I mean, I must have when I was... I think... I don't think I have, no. I think I have when I was younger. But yeah. it's never anything that traumatic because... Unless you have a real dickish partner... Who's like, oh, no, It's gross. like, yeah, it's like, you yeah. know, you would fucking deal with it Every, yeah. you know, if you have a vagina you're most likely going to have a period it's, it's like one out of four weeks it might happen and you're so. sticking you're sticking your thing up there and so. wiggling it all around yeah. you're gonna make it worse man exactly it's like when people I saw a thing from a guy basically saying how he was disgusted by anal sex because he once got a little bit of poop on his weenus when he did it and I was like <sighs> well don't stick it up there then <laughs> why isn't it clean for me yeah well I thought all of, I thought it was like porn where everything's you know like really smooth and clean once I put it in someone's mouth and then I got a bit of food on it yeah. yeah and she didn't look like she was enjoying herself what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um yes <laughs> I was so say no, something never... distracted by all of that ew um, no, I've never really had any... I've been no. fortunate in that regard. No, I mean, it, it used to be one of the best rumours at school is when, you know, you heard about someone <laughs> doing that. Like, there was... Oh, I shouldn't spread these rumours, but it has been, like, ten years. Um, someone was getting you know, finger-banged. Yeah. And um, apparently uh, it was it was sort of hot and heavy, and he didn't notice, but he kind of put his hand on the pillow... And then it was like a bloody handprint, and I forget what happened after that. I think that was maybe the entire oh, story. I think I think I've done that. That's all right. Yeah, you know. But we were like fourteen at the time. Oh, okay, we so like, it's like, oh my god, no blood. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's, that's why somebody story. else asked us on Twitter about the whole thing about sex on your period. Buzzfeed did a thing on it as well. They they sort of. I saw BuzzFeed have been stalking our thoughts. They do. They do a lot. But um, they had, like, two groups of people. Who I think worked in the office. Mm. And they were like, okay, we want you to decide if you're pro or against, like, period sex. Yeah. 
And the people who were pro were like, I don't know, it's just, if you're Brandy, like, do don't it. stop yeah. yourself. If both partners are fine of it, yeah. then do it. And the people who were against had some good points, like, there are other things you can do. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, but they mostly... It was mostly just... They squirrels. mostly benefit the guy. Yeah. Because if you're not going anywhere near the blood zone, then, like, the woman's not really going to get off. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of selfish, yeah, and a lot of that arguments like didn't go really past. It's gross. They they were really really like disgusted by yeah, it. Yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, seriously. Yeah, but then actually the video was a bit mean because the people who were pro period sex just basically tore the guy apart rather than just going, oh maybe you should rethink your views. They were like, oh you're scared of sex, and it was like, oh okay, let's not do that. Because oh. <laughs> I can, I mean, you know, it's completely up to the person, but if you don't really mind then yeah it's like honestly it's like a case by case basis yeah and it depends on the person sometimes it can it depends on like what day of your period you're on yeah depends on whether you feel good enough yeah sometimes you feel a bit kind of like meh and bloated and horrible in your period and you're like i don't want to have sex other times it can be like you know sometimes Sometimes it can cause, uh, it can give you cramps. It makes my cramps worse. Yeah, it does. It makes it can make my cramps worse as well. People say it can make them better, but can do. But try it. And yeah. See. Um, do we have Twitter questions? Twitter questions. Because we asked halfway through, like this week, who do you find hot in history? So now I've just got lots of pictures of history. Hotties. I think again. I think it was only that was we had one about uh, sex on your period. Yeah, and then that was really it on the periods. Um, we had a few jokes about period dramas uh, and yeah, quite period a few of those. full stops. Uh, yep, lols. Um, also, got... oh, I just remembered another thing. If yeah. you're really bothered to get, about getting blood on yourself, then use a condom. Yep. Yeah. Or like go in the shower. Yeah. Uh, purple chair did say which is best, men or strudels? Strudels. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and then we got some tweets from our lobster friend. <laughs> Yay! Lobster friend! Hello, lobster friend. Thank you for sending us the pictures. So now, th- I'm s- we'll never <laughs> doubt your existence again. Or will we? <laughs> oh, and we also got the video about us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen it, which is probably most of you, um, go on YouTube and search Talkie Podcast. You pick the one that has our faces on it. It's... It's a video. It's someone's taken someone's taken the podcast and cut it up. So it's basically like me being a serial killer. Yeah, it's basically we take drugs and Kate is a serial killer. <laughs> it was really fun and it was really sweet that someone would make yeah, that. I know. I was kinda like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Imagine having to like go through all oh, of our listen to our voices. And having to cut out the bits where we say we're serial killers. Yeah. That's dedication, man. Um <laughs> And then after that... Also, it made me realise, and I was listening to it, I was like, holy shit, we talk about some stupid stuff to get these clips. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? We we have a question from Chris Bratt. Ugh. It's really not relevant. And I don't even think he listens. Scum. Yes, scum, <laughs> isn't he? With his stupid face. Um, he says, are you looking forward to the Downton Abbey Christmas special? I assume that's a period drama joke yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that. Uh, so we're just not going to answer that. Uh, Sam Smith yeah. says, what's your flavour flavor of period? Uh, I like coconut flavour period. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's raspberry. It's good. Yeah. I like the bit where you punch the jam sandwich. Yeah. And, and then it goes, raspberry goes everywhere. Yeah. 
So, um, thanks for sending us questions. Yeah, come on, guys. We're here talking our periods, and you're too squeamish to answer questions. I mean, normally we have too many questions to answer, but today we've got, like, one that was actually serious... And two. We've had two questions. Did we? Yeah. Well, we had the Twitter one, sex one, then we had another one which was also about sex. Yeah. So yeah. that's all people want to know. sexual... What's it? Interactions. Sexual interactions, baby. <laughs> um, oh, come on. Like, questions. I can think of questions. Holly. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can think of questions. Mm, I don't know, because everything I'd want to know, I already know. Yeah. Um... Um, that's a difficult thing we need people who don't know us to go or just even about because I had an idea where if we got any like proper questions I'd ask my mum because she's a doctor and she actually can answer things in a non-stupid way is it supposed to last for a year is Um, it supposed to be sentient is it supposed to have eyes (laughs) supposed to be blue is yours not blue what (laughs) <laughs> well, this was an extra special, extra yeah. long say, period special. Uh, the tampon which we put in a glass of I'm water. I'm going to take a picture at of the it. Beginning. Um, now it's pretty large. It's massive. I mean, again, the glass makes it look gigantic. Um, so there's a picture of Holly looking absolutely fantastic <laughs> next to the. I want to. I want to. It looks like a fluffy little mouse. It's so cute. And then you take it out, and it's kind of like oh, it kind of decreases in size because it's so it's so heavy and full of fluid fluid everywhere fluid (laughs) this is exactly what it's like though yeah you spill it all over your leg and then you scream and all the other women in the toilet like you're right love and you're like blood that's basically a day in the life really so so we should say follow us on twitter at toku podcast no toku underscore podcast toku underscore underscore is important underscore podcast we've got ask fm so ask us questions we do so what what is our ask fm is it toku just toku podcast smart toku underscore podcast name but you just search toku podcast we'll be there um, like us on Facebook, on yeah. Instagram, on Tumblr, also on YouTube now because there's apparently what, we didn't make it. We didn't make it. Someone made it for us. But if you check it out. Talkie podcast. Yep, I can't there. stop playing with the tampon. Yeah, I'm going to take the tampon <laughs> away really from you fun. now. <laughs> okay, um, so that's all of our social media. Yep. Thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details for listening to our period special it means a lot it we've does. put a lot of work into this yeah yeah and we hope you enjoyed it and we're gonna do some more specials Woo, i'm so excited okay we're gonna go now <laughs> <laughs> gonna say bye <laughs>